Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Lance Cruz North will win the toss and get the ball first. They'll start at their 21, and they'll flip it on a little jet sweep to number 18, George Decock, and he'll be hit behind the line of scrimmage back at the 18. It'll be a loss of three on the play, and it'll bring up second down and long here for the Crusaders. They're in white. They've got gold helmets with black numerals, and PH wearing all red tonight with the white numerals. And they've been playing good football this season. They lost in week one to a Mac Red team, Anchor Bay. But actually were competitive for a half in that football game. And they've been unbeaten since week one. Three receiver look here with two split out wide to the uh, right. Out of the shotgun is Thomas Chez. He's going to hand it off to the back corn. Corn is hit in the backfield, scrambles forward, and did a good job to get back to about the 20-yard line. And on a play where it looked like he might lose yardage, he's going to gain two. And uh, that's going to bring up third and about 11. So third down and 11. Chez is the quarterback. We'll send number 10, Aaron Cook, off wide to the left. Twins to the right. Corn the back. Now they're going to send a man in motion. That's Decock, and we're going to get a whistle here. This might be delay a game. Yeah, delay a game against the offense. It just took too long to get that play in motion, and uh, as a result, they'll move them back to the 15, and it'll be third down and 16. Not the position you want to be in against this PH defense, which was spectacular last week in the Crosstown Showdown. Same formation here. Again, they send a receiver in motion to the left and then line them up in a slot that way. And play action pass. They're going to throw underneath to a tight end. And it's going to be caught. The ball came loose. They're saying the ground caused the fumble. The catch was made by Ryan Hamilton for almost no gain. And it's going to bring up fourth down. Let's see. They gave him two yards on the catch. Gavin Troy came up to make the stop. Gregor Sevich will stand inside the 50-yard line. He's at about the LCN 46 for this punt, which comes from about the five-yard line. Gregor Sevich knocked the ball down. Boy, he he really struggled with that ball as it bounced and kind of he couldn't get out of the way, but he's able to cover it up. No return, but PH is going to start at the Crusader 48-yard line. So the Red Hawks get the ball for the first time, and uh, before Amari Holler and company go to work here, it's time to give a uh, big shout-out to uh, Mike Mullins. Mike has been under the weather a little bit, but uh, we're thinking about you, Big Mike, and we hope you get better soon. The games aren't the same without you at the stadium. And I think you're uh, you're either – I think you're watching EBW tonight, actually, with uh, – 
your son, Ryan, and, of course, uh, hi to Coach Mullins. First down, Gavin Troy gets the handoff to the 45-40. Troy 35, Troy to the 30 before he's angled out of bounds. They're going to say at the 32-yard line, but it's a gain of 16 and a first down for the Red Hawks. And that's what Gavin Troy does. Amari Holler, the quarterback. There's a lot of talent on this uh, team. They're going to send Adams and Gilbert out wide to the right. Last week out of this formation, they ran Holler to the opposite side a lot. This time they're going to send Gilbert in motion, and he's going to line up in the backfield. Pistol look. Straight ahead, Troy. Troy inside the 30, inside the 25. And all the way down to about the 23-yard line for a pickup of about nine yards. So, so far it's been Troy. They'll set it down officially at the 24, so it's a gain of eight. And makes it second down and two. Jackson Rowe and Gilbert to the right side. So they got three tight ends over there with Hoffman as well. Troy goes in motion that way, but Holler is going to take the snap and run, and he strips a tackle. 20-15, Holler to the 10 before he's knocked out of bounds, but it's going to be first down and goal to go for the Red Hawks at about the eight-yard line. Pick up a 16 for Amari. Three runs, and they're from the 48 to the eight. So first and goal to go from the uh, eight. They're just breaking the huddle now. They'll send Adams out wide to the left. And again, a trio of tight ends in a bunch to the right. And now Troy moves out of the backfield, slot left. Holler with no backs, straight drop, looking, throwing. And it's juggled at the goal line, but caught by Noah Adams. And he's into the end zone for a Red Hawk touchdown. Eight-yard strike to Noah Adams. He juggled it a bit, but Amari put it right on. And that was a quick score for PH. Their defense gets a big stop. The offense gets the ball on the Crusaders' side of the 50, and they punch it in. Hansel for the point after. Out of Amari's hold, the kick is up, and it's good. 8.06 to play here in the first quarter. Red Hawks up 7-0. On the Noah Adams eight-yard touchdown catch. And the Griffin Hansel point after. Good start for P.H who again are trying to win their fourth straight league title tonight because a victory here means they can't do worse than tie for first. And if they win out their games, they will be undefeated league champs for the third time in four years. They've only lost one league game in the last four years. That was last year they lost the Northern game. 
But when Northern lost to Mott later in the season, they ended up tying PH for first. The two years prior to that, PH ran it 5-0 and both times to be the undisputed champs, and they're 3-0 and coming into this game this year. So there's your streak. All right, Hansel to kick off. Decock and Korn are back deep. They try to reverse on the first kickoff and really didn't get a whole lot out of it. Here's Hansel's kick. They go to Korn. He's got it at about the nine. Up ahead, 15-20. Right up the middle of the field. Korn to the 30, to the 40. Korn to midfield. One man to beat. It's Hansel, and Griffin wraps him up and makes a touchdown saving tackle near the 30-yard line, but what a return by Korn. He was flying up the middle of the field. No flags. And Hansel was the only guy back, and I'll tell you what, there was another Crusader there. They didn't do a very good job of uh, blocking Griff or getting in his way. And then a good open field tackle, at least for now, saves a touchdown. One yard on the first possession for the Crusaders. Out of a shotgun with Korn, the back, lined up behind the quarterback, Chez. Man in motion, handoff straight ahead. Corn running up the middle of the field. Big hole. He's through to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Untouched into the end zone. Corn with the big kick return, and they handed him the ball on first down, and he goes 30 yards up the middle to make it a one-point score at 7-6 with 7.51 to go here in the opening quarter, and that was a quick answer by Lance Cruz North. I think a very important quick answer by them. Took them 15 seconds to answer the PH opening touchdown. Here's the uh, point after attempt by Cook to try to tie the game. And the snap was a bad one and the kick is blocked. PH blocks the kick. And they keep the lead at 7-6. So a lot of action here early. Two touchdowns in 15 seconds. 7-6 PH. Well, that happened fast. Touchdowns 15 seconds apart. The difference, Port Huron made their extra point. And uh, Lance Cruz North did not. So Cook will kick it off. Gregor Sevich and Troy are back deep. Most teams are on to it now, and they don't kick the ball to Gavin. (laughs) 
So Cook ready, gets the signal and runs up. He's going to kick it along the ground. And this is going to uh, bounce and be covered by Wesh, one of the up men near the 35-yard line. And so uh, PH will still have pretty good position to start here. Not really a true onside uh, kick, but it was obvious they didn't want to kick it to Troy or Gregor Savage. That they'd uh, rather just give PH the ball at the 35 than give him a chance to run it up the field. And so PH will go to work. They scored quickly on their first possession. Holler out of the gun. Two receivers to either side. Troy the back. Gavin's going to get a run up the middle. Spins off a tackle across the 40 to the 45 to the 47. 12 more yards for Gavin Troy. 36 yards on three carries for Gavin so far. And the Red Hawks on the move again. Holler one out of one for eight yards, and he has one carry for 16 yards. Three receivers here for PH. They'll send twins out wide to the right. Out of the gun. Amari dropped the snap, so he'll pick it up and run with it, and he ducks under a tackle and gets to the 50. A play where he nearly lost the ball, and instead... He's going to get to the 50-yard line and pick up three. Second and seven coming up here for the Red Hawks. The nice thing there is the ball was on the ground and the pressure was coming, and Amari just calmly picked it up and said, I got this. They'll go trips to the right with Troy in a slot that way. Adams, the only receiver to the left. Out of the gun, straight drop, Amari has to step up now with pressure coming. Throws on the run, has a man open out there, but he overthrew Wesh on the far sideline at about the 25-yard line. Ooh, Landon was just standing there with nobody around him waiting for that ball to come, but it was a little overthrown. And in Amari's defense, he was throwing on the run there. So he didn't have a chance to set up and sling it. So now, third down and seven. The ball just across the 50-yard line. Mullins and Gregor Sevich to the left. Troy goes to the right along with Adams. Young the back now. Oh, and Amari got him to jump offside. That's big. He did the hand clap on the hard count, and the Crusaders fell for it. Free five yards here. We'll turn it into a third down and two. Oh, no, they're going to call Amari. Oh, I don't know that I agree with that. And the five-yard penalty is now going to uh, make it third down and 12. Back at the 45 of PH. Six and a half to go first quarter. It's 7-6 Red Hawks. They'll go again, two receivers to either side. Young in the backfield with Holler out of the gun. Straight drop, has some time. Throwing deep for Troy, just out of Gavin's reach at the 20. Oh, about a yard more, and Gavin is going to catch that on the run and score. Instead, it's going to be a big stop for the Crusaders. 
PH will have to bring out the punt team. And Gavin Troy will drop back and do the kicking at about his own 30-yard line. Korn stands near his own 21 to try to return this kick. Good snap. Gavin gets the kick away. Korn lets it bounce, takes a big red bounce. Inside the 10, inside the 5. They'll down it at the 4-yard line. Jaden Jacobs got down there to down the football, and the Crusaders left to start this drive inside their own 5-yard line. Great kick by Gavin, and they were coming. And I think Korn made the right decision getting out of the way, unfortunately for him. The ball took uh, the right kind of bounce for the Red Hawks, and their coverage got down there. So we're halfway through the first. It's 7-6, Port here and high, and the Crusaders will start from their own four. They're going to add a second back into the game. Big Desmond Williams leading the way, and on first down, they're going to be hit. PH thinks they've got a safety, but the officials are going to say one-yard line. Korn could not get the ball even back to the line of scrimmage there. He's hit for a three-yard loss. It'll be second and 13 back at the one. wasn't sure the PH players were signaling for the safety and I thought maybe they had indeed got it but the officials rule it at the one again an eye formation quarterback under center it's a sneak straight ahead maybe a yard so Chez kept it that time let's try to give him a little more uh, space out to the two and it'll be third down and about 12. Williams now, who was the lead back in the I formation, is going to check out of the game, and they're going to bring in an extra receiver and spread things out now that they're at the two. And Ches will work out of the shotgun with Korn, the running back, off to his right. Two receivers to the left side. Straight drop. Ches gets rid of it quickly. Caught on the far side, well short of a first down, but out to the 10 with the uh, catch is Blake Wamsley. They get about eight yards on the play. And that'll make it fourth down and still about four for a first down. And so they'll be punting right around their own goal line. Cook doing the kicking, pooches it out of there quickly. Gregor Sevich with the catch at the 36. Sidesteps a hit, 35. Stutter steps, 30, 25, down that far sideline, and he's to about the 20-yard line. Great return, great field position for the Red Hawks. They're at the Crusader 21-yard line. 
First and 10, 3.40 to go here in the opening quarter. PH up a point, 7-6. The two teams traded touchdowns 15 seconds apart earlier this quarter. Gavin Troy going to check out for this play. So Jalen Young will be the back. Two receivers to the right side, and Mullins is split way out to the left. And Holler tried to flip the ball to Young, but the Crusaders are in the backfield, and they blew that play up, and that's going to be a loss on the play of about three yards. Second down and uh, 14, uh, second down and 13, back at the 24-yard line. Mullen and Mullins and uh, Gregor Savage to the left, Adams to the right. Young is still the back. Second and long from the 24. Amari straight drop, fires incomplete for Gregor Savage. The pass is just a little high at the 20. He was open though. And after hitting Adams on an eight-yard touchdown throw on his first pass, Amari's 0 for his last three. And now third down and 13 from the 24. This is probably four-down territory, though, for P.H. They're going to go trips to the right. Young is still in the backfield. He's to the left of Holler, who works out of a shotgun. On third and long, Amari's running to the left, trying to get the edge, 25-20. Amari close to the 15. And uh, it'll depend on the mark to just how close he got to a first down. He's going to be a couple of yards short, but a good run by Holler down to the 15-yard line. That's a pickup of nine. And then it'll bring up fourth down and three. Two forty-nine to go here in the first quarter. Seven-six pH, and they've got a big fourth and three here at the fifteen-yard line. It's fourth and a long three. They got to get closer to the eleven to get the first down. Four receivers with trips off to the right. Amari's looking that way. Now he's flushed out of the pocket. He's got to think about it. He makes the decision to run. Good decision. First down. Touchdown. Holler down the far sideline, zigging and zagging his way into the end zone for a Red Hawk score. 15-yard run by Amari on a fourth down play. And PH goes up 13-6 with 2.40 to go here in the first quarter. And again, just real calm there. He was rolling out. Nobody was open, so he just said, you know what, I can make the first down for sure. And then he said, you know what, I think I can get into the end zone. And he did. Hansel with the extra point. 14-6 Redhawks. Hawks. 
Max Williams just caught a 36-yard touchdown pass for Port here on Northern. They have a 10-0 lead in the first quarter tonight at Frazier. Northern should win that game. Mott should win their game tonight as uh, well. They've got Sterling Heights tonight. But it won't matter. Those results, if PH wins tonight, they're not going to get less than a share of the title, and they can win it outright next week. And they're off to a good start. So 14-6 PH, Holler with a touchdown pass and a touchdown run here in the first quarter. And uh, Korn had that great kick return last time, so let's see if they try to keep it away from him and uh, kick it more. Nope, they're going to kick a squibber, and it's going to take a big hop near the 27 and be fielded by one of the up men. And they're going to get good field position here at about their own 38-yard line. That was Blake Raymond on the return. Took him on a couple of bounces as PH that time just kicked the ball on the ground. And we'll call it the 37-yard line. Jazz is two out of two for 10 yards. And Korn has three carries for 29 yards and a touchdown. They've been the offense so far for the Crusaders. Out of a three-receiver set here with Korn the only back. Chez straight drop looking to throw. Fires, and it's dropped. Coverage all around the intended receiver, Cook. There is a flag on the play back near the 36-yard line. It's a chop block. That's going to be a big penalty against the Crusaders. Personal foul against the Crusaders, blocking below the waist. So... They're going to mark it off, too, from the 36, so this will end up being a 16-yard loss. Back to the 21. They'll repeat first down. So ignore that incomplete pass. It'll be first down and about 26 at the 21-yard line. Corn will line up behind his quarterback. Chez works out of the shotgun. Send a man in motion and flag on the play. We had a false start. That's going to be five more yards. And make it first and 31. So first and 31, they're going backwards at their own 16-yard line. 
Two receivers off to the left. Molner's in the slot. They've been running him in a lot of motion. And he'll head in motion to the left this time. Running straight ahead with Korn. And this time it's all sworn up. But somehow Korn got out of the traffic towards the far sideline. Still on his feet. Korn across the 40 and knocked out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. And he's real close to the first down. He got 27 on that run. And it looked like they had him stopped in the backfield. Mason Korn has been slippery here in the first quarter. Now it's going to be second down and about four. Wow, that was a pretty good first and 31 play. Again, Molner goes in motion. Again, Korn gets the handoff straight ahead, and this time they'll wrap him up after a one-yard gain. They made sure they tackled him that time. Number 20 makes the stop. He's not on the roster. When I did talk to Coach uh, Perkins earlier in the week, he did say they would have some uh, JV guys up this week because of injuries. And apparently number 20 is one of them. Third down and three from their own 44. Again with three receivers, straight drop here for Chez. Pressure coming, he fires over the head of Cook and out of bounds. He was momentarily open there and then the holler was closing in but the ball was thrown too high and it'll bring up fourth down. And at their own 44, Lance Cruz North is gonna bring out the punt team. This is a good part of the field if you wanna be risky and fake it. But they're already down eight, and I don't think they want to give PH better field position than they need to. Cook will kick it out of there, away from Gregor Sevich, and out of bounds. Near the Crusader cheerleaders around the 25-yard line. So that's a pretty good kick. And PH will have to go 75 yards here if they want to score on this possession. Holler, one out of four for eight yards, has four carries for 43 yards and a touchdown in the game. His one completion was a touchdown pass. Troy has three carries for 36 yards. They kept him out of that last offensive series. I think he's back in there now off to the uh, right of his quarterback, and he's going to get a carry. Right up the middle, big hole. There he goes, Gavin to the 50. Turns it into another gear. It's a foot race. 20, 15, 10, 5, into the end zone for a Red Hawk touchdown. 75 yards, Gavin Troy. Four carries, 111 yards, and a score for Gavin. We're still in the first quarter, folks. 51 seconds to go. 
20 to six for PH. Hansel for the extra point. And the kick is up, and it's good. So with that, the Red Hawks go up 21 to six. Final minute of play here in the first quarter. And outside of a big kick return and a 30-yard touchdown run, again, PH has been on top of just about everything here. Boy, is Gavin Troy one of the fastest guys in the area. So Hansel to uh, kick it off here. And again, you've got Corn uh, back deep along with uh, George DeCock. This time Port Huron's gonna kick it deep from the 15. Here comes Corn to the 20, 25, cuts to the 30 and is wrapped up and brought down Carswell did a good job. He just kind of climbed on his back and said, well, if you're going to run it a long ways, you're going to have to do it with me on top of you. And they stop him at the 34. Now, this is a mildly big drive, I think, for Lance Cruz North. Other than the couple of big runs by Corn, they really haven't done much on offense. Corn has 57 yards. The rest of the team has eight. Chez out of the shotgun. Straight drop, has time, fires, and broken up by Jalen Young. They were trying to get it to Wamsley. Wamsley is saying he was interfered with. A catch would have only gained a yard anyways. But Young got the hand in there to break it up, and it'll be second down and ten. Chez is two out of four for 10 yards to start the game here. 40 seconds to go, first quarter. 21 to six, Red Hawks. This time they're gonna put two receivers out wide to the left and a single receiver to the right. Corn in the back, lines up behind. Chez out of the shotgun. They'll bring the man Molner in motion and give to Korn straight ahead, and he's wrapped up. Jackson Rowe got him by the ankles in the backfield and stopped him for a one-yard loss, and it'll be third and 11. Hoffman also in on the stop, but it was Rowe here on the near side. 
I had a better look at it than the guys across on the other side. Who reached out and made that stop. And that'll be the final play of the first quarter. So after one here at Memorial Stadium, it's uh, Port Huron 21, Lance Cruz North 6. And we'll take a break and be back with the second quarter next. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here to Memorial Stadium. Getting set to start the second quarter with PH up 21-6. Third and 11 coming up here for the Crusaders at their own 33. They'll send twins to the right, single receiver to the left. They'll put Molner in motion to the left. Chez rolling that way, flushed out of the pocket, and then wrapped up and buried and destroyed by Noah Myuri. First sack for PH. They'll drop him back at the 25 for a loss of eight. And it will be fourth down and a cab ride back to Lance Cruz North for the first down. They'll bring out the punter. Cook stands inside his own 15. Good snap. Pressure coming, so he kind of kicked it away from Jackson Rowe, who was trying to block it, and it's going to stop at the 49 of Lance Cruz North. So PH, again, is going to start in Crusader territory. So first and 10 for the Red Hawks. Got a chance to really get some separation here. Opening minute of play in the second. And they're up by 15 right now. Going to go with three receivers to the left. Adams will be to the right. Gavin Troy, the back, stands to the uh, right of Amari Holler, who works out of the shotgun. Going to set up a bubble screen. Peyton Mullins with the catch. Makes a cut and gets to the 45 and picks up about four yards there. That's Peyton's first catch of the uh, game. 
And it'll bring up second down and about six from the 45-yard line. Amari's two out of five for 12 yards and a touchdown. Now they'll go two receivers to either side, and they've got Hoffman in a slot to the right of the quarterback. Troy in the backfield. Holler straight drop sets up the screen for Gavin. Gavin's still way behind the line of scrimmage, though. He'll turn it upfield and leap over a defender. It was spectacular, but it's only about a two-yard gain in the end. So as flashy as all that was, it'll be third down and four. But it just shows you Gavin's athleticism. They wanted a flag there, but uh, they're not going to get one. He wasn't doing that to show anybody up. So what I think might be four down territory, we'll see. It's third down and four. From the 38-yard line, and now Holler will keep it, and he's got room. Blasts up the middle, and they get him by his shoestrings and knock him down near the 25-yard line, or he would have scored. It's a first down. Picked up about 18 yards there. First down to the 25-yard line. Ten and a half minutes to go here in the first half, and PH is on the move again. Out of the gun, Troy the back, two receivers to either side. Hand off Gavin straight ahead, and he'll plow his way to the 20 for five more. So it'll bring up second down and five from the 20. Gregor Sevich is going to check into the game now for PH. And now we've got an official's timeout. Got an uh, injury problem. One of the Crusaders is a little groggy going off the field. Richard Lewis, a senior uh, defensive lineman, kind of stumbled his way back over to his sideline, so they're going to take a look at him. Meantime, Mullins and Gregor Sevich will go to the left. Adams way wide out to the right. Gilbert in tight, double tight end to the end of the line that way. And they'll hand off on an end around to Gregor Sevich. He'll turn to the 20, to the 15, cut back at a 10, to the 5. Dives for the goal line and is just short, it looks like, to the 1. It's a 19-yard pickup, and it's first down and goal to go. First and goal to go, Red Hawks at the one-yard line, and, oh, Derek Gregor-Savage, if he were two inches taller, he would have been into the end zone. That ball just outside the goal line. 
Now it looks like Amari's going to go under center. Young and Troy in the backfield. Amari might just be keeping here. Straight ahead, and he should be in. Touchdown! Amari Holler is in for the score. QB sneak, and PH goes up 27-6 with 8.44 to go here in the first half. That's Amari's second touchdown of the game. Hansel for the point after. Puts it up and puts it through. He's been perfect so far in this one. 28-7, or 28-6, excuse me, for the Red Hawks. They're having a little bit of fun right now. Six carries, 62 yards, and two touchdowns for Amari Holler now. PH offense has been uh, very crisp here in the first half. Hansel to kick it off. Punches it a little bit short. Molner from about his own 21 catches it and then turns it up to about the 30. So about a nine yard return there. So I think I said this last drive. Kind of, you have to do something drive here for Lance Cruz North. Remember, they won the toss and decided to take the ball. So, PH will get the ball first in the third quarter. 8.38 still left in the half. Both teams have all three of their timeouts. Molnar will go in motion to the right. Low snap. Chez has got it, fires into traffic, and it's dropped by Cook around the 34-yard uh, line. Chess is two out of five for 10 yards.
So second and 10 coming up from their own 30. Horn, the only back as they work out of the shotgun with three receivers. Again, they'll move Molnar in motion to the right. Give it to Korn running to the right. Korn makes the cut. Got through the first wave of defense, but the second wave of defense is going to stop him after about a one-yard gain. So PH is uh, starting to get after Korn. who has seven carries for 57 yards and the only touchdown in the game for the Crusaders on a 30-yard run. He's had two big runs in the game, and that's been the Crusaders' offense. He's still the back. Again, they go two receivers to the left and one to the right. On third and about nine, straight drop. Jess throws it out, complete to Cook near the 40. He's got a first down. He's to the 44 before he's wrapped up and brought down. Adams and Troy were over there to make the stop. But it's about a 13-yard pickup and a big first down for the Crusaders. So first down at the 44 after the catch by Cook. He and Molnar will go out wide to the uh, right here. Walmsley is wide left. Corn the back. Straight drop chess. Looking to throw and, oh, almost picked off by Gavin Troy. He stepped in front of that and it went through him. Hit the receiver. Molnar in the chest. But he was screened on the play and... Couldn't come up with it, and they're very lucky that Troy didn't come up with it. Gavin stepped in front of that pass and was maybe one step late. And had he caught that, they would not have touched him. He would have scored easily. Northern's up 17-8 on the road at Frazier tonight, and that's late in the first half. Saw that Richmond was up against North Branch 7-0. Those are some of the scores that we've seen so far early tonight in the area. Here with 7-11 to go in the first half. It's all PH. They're up 28-6. Second and 10. Lance Cruz North at their own 44. This was a PH timeout, by the way. So they have two left. I think Perk just wanted to settle his defense here. They've uh, been playing very well, as I say. A couple of big plays for the Crusaders, or they really wouldn't have much of anything at all here in the first half. So second and 10 from the 44. Molnar goes motion to the left. This time Chess wants to keep it. He's running around back there and he's going to get sacked. He's going to get sacked back at the 40 for about a four-yard loss. And you could give 
four or five Red Hawks, the sack on that play. Seppo was in there, Hoffman was in there, and there are a couple others in there too. This is the third week in a row I've seen PH, and they have had a ton of sacks in the uh, less than two and a half games that I've seen. So third down and about 14 here, back at the 40. Low snap, just picks it up off the ankle, fires high, and hit right away. The ball comes loose. They're going to rule it an incomplete pass. Molnar, I thought, came up with it. And then it was jarred loose. I think Young is the man who made the hit to knock it out. And that's going to make it fourth down, and they're going to have to punt. Almost halfway through the second quarter. PH led 21-6 to after one, and they've added a touchdown here in the second. And they have the 28-6 lead. Adams and Gregor Sevich are back deep in flags on the snap here. I believe this is against the Crusaders. Or maybe not. Now they turn around. They're going to walk five yards off against PH, but it's still going to make it fourth down and nine. And they're still going to punt this ball away. Cook inside his own 35. Good snap. Line drive kick towards Noah Adams. He's going to get out of the way of it. And this is going to take a good Crusader roll. Very good roll. Back to the 18 of PH. Maybe the worst field position of the night for the Red Hawks. The way they've been uh, going after it tonight, you wonder if it matters. 6.01 6.01 to go in the half, 28-6 pH. And they'll be working from their own 18 to start. Amari Holler is three out of six for 14 yards and a touchdown, and he'll have three receivers off to the left. Troy, the running back, lines up to his right out of the shotgun, and Amari is running right following the lead block of Troy, and we've got a flag on the play as Amari is out to the 25. Couple of flags here. My instinct says maybe holding, but the second flag came in really late. Maybe a face mask? No, it looks like this is going to be against PH. Holding against the Red Hawks. That's going to bring the ball back to about the 10-yard line. And it'll be first down and about 18, maybe 17. We'll call it the 11. they got to get out to the 28 for the first down, so we'll call it first and 17. Again, they're going to go three receivers to the left. Gavin Troy, the running back. 
Holler out of the shotgun. Give to Gavin running straight ahead, and he will blast his way back out to the 18 and get back the penalty yardage. Pickup of seven makes it second down and 10. Jackson Rowe is going to check in on offense. He might line up as the quarterback. They did this a couple times against Northern. They used Amari as a slot receiver and let Jackson run the offense. But nope, this time Jackson's going to line up as a receiver. Amari and Troy in the backfield. They're going to motion Hoffman to the other side, so he's going to line up on the left, and then we're going to get a flag and a delay a game against PH. So they took way too much time on that one. So that'll push him back to the 13 and make it second and 15. Under five minutes to go in the half. No rush here by Port Huron. They're up by 22 right now. But looking at second and 15 from their own 13. Holler out of the shotgun. Fumbles the snap and has to fall on it back around the eight. Now this is by far and away been the uh, worst drive here for PH. They're going to lose four on the play. And now they're going to be looking at third and about 19. Back at around their own nine-yard line. So let's see what they're thinking on third and 19 from their own nine. And we're going to get a timeout called first. PH is going to use the timeout. They have one remaining with 3.52 to go. And uh, prior to the timeout, it looked like they were moving Troy into a slot as a receiver, and they brought uh, Young into the game as the running back. And they have been uh, using Gavin very effectively as a wide receiver. In fact, Offensively, that's where he did his damage last week in the Crosstown Showdown. He had two catches over 30 yards. One of them a 38-yard touchdown for the first uh, score of the game. Tonight, he's got six carries, 123 yards, and a touchdown, and he's caught one pass for two yards. And he might just be a decoy. They're going to go two receivers to either side. Now they're going to move Troy over into a slot to the left of the quarterback, so they've got three receivers that way. Holler out of the gun. Straight drop. 
Now he rolls out, looking, still looking, throws all the way across the field, caught by Troy. Across the 30, he's got a first down near the 34-yard line. 25-yard pickup, and that was a tough throw by Amari. He decided he wanted Gavin, and so he was going to throw to Gavin, even if it had to be across his body, almost across the field. And that shows you how fast Gavin Troy is. He was on the left side of the field, and he ran across and caught that ball on the near hash. For the first down, he's in a slot to the left. They've got three receivers that way. Holler out of the gun, and he's in trouble. He's hitting the backfield. As the Crusaders got in there, and big 74, Eugene Lockhart with the sack. Back to the 29, a loss of five. Well, the Crusaders need a lot more of what uh, Eugene Lockhart just did. And again, no rush here, no panic. PH has been first and long, second and long, third and long this whole drive. They're only out to their own 29, but they are possessing the football and getting first downs. They're going to get another delay game penalty here. And Amari's asking the ref, like, what the heck? Thought we got 40 seconds because it doesn't feel like it to him. So the penalty moves it back to the 24. And it'll be second and 20. Second and 20, Red Hawks from their own 24. Again with trips off to the other side. Bubble screen, Troy. And he's up that far sideline to about the 30. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds. At the 28. So only a four-yard pick up there. And that's going to make it third and about 16. So third down and 16. Let's see what uh, the Red Hawks are going to do here. Troy is back in the backfield, two receivers to either side. Gilbert in a slot right to the quarterback. Holler out of the gun. Straight drop, pressure coming. Troy picks it up. Holler rolling out. Now he's got to think about it. Now he's got to throw downfield, and he's got a wide open man for a first down out at the 49-yard line. Gregor Savage with a sliding catch. A 20-yard pick up there. And all it took was a little patience, and Troy did a good job to uh, take some of the heat off Amari there. Amari, six out of nine for 67 yards now on a touchdown, or 63 yards, excuse me. He's going to throw again, and it's deflected and almost caught on the uh, near sideline by Adams. It was intended for Gilbert. Second down and 10, PH at their own 48. 
They have 152 to work in the half. They get the ball first to start the third, so. They'd like to use up the rest of the clock, score more points, and then get the ball to start the uh, second half. They'll send three receivers off wide to the uh, left with Wesh in that group. Adams is wide right. Holler, straight drop. He's firing it deep for Adams on this near sideline, and it's broken up. Incomplete. They tried the deep ball down this near sideline to Noah Adams. That's going to bring up third down and 10, but again, there's there's been no second or third and short on this drive for PH. It started at their own 18. They're out to their own 48, and it feels like they've had the ball for a half hour here. So third and 10 from the 48. This time two receivers to the left, one to the right. Amari, play action, straight drop. Looked like they wanted to set up the screen and it's not happening. So now Amari scrambling around back there and he's gonna get uh, pushed out of bounds for another sack. Back at the 42, they're gonna lose six. The last three runs for Amari have been 15 yards and losses. And that's gonna bring up fourth down. One twenty-four to go until halftime, so a long possession that ends up not really accomplishing much there for PH. So Troy will punt, I believe, for only the second time this half. And his first one was a great punt. It trapped him back inside the four-yard line. The dangerous corn is standing at his own 25. All three timeouts remaining for the Crusaders with 1.32 to go in the half. Gavin gets a high kick. Gonna bounce near the 30. Corn's gonna pick it up and he's in traffic and he's tied up and brought down. Great job by the coverage team. And uh, coming up to uh, make the uh, stop was Terrell Walker. So Walker does a great job there to get corn. And it'll be first down Crusaders at their own 21. 121 to go in the half. This is a big possession for them. They're down 28 to 6 and they know that the Red Hawks get the ball first in the third quarter. Out of the shotgun, Corn the only back. Play action, chest fires, and it's broken up, incomplete. They're trying to get it into a tight end, cutting across the uh, middle of the uh, field. And Young got a hand in it to break it up again. They're looking for Hamilton Ryan. Brings up second down. 
Or Ryan Hamilton, excuse me. Or is it Hamilton, Ryan? Yeah, it's Hamilton, Ryan. Who has one catch in the game for two yards, but that one falls incomplete. Chassis is now three out of eight for just uh, 23 yards in the game. Now they give him two backs, one to either side to give him a little pass protection here. Wamsley in motion, and we're going to get another delay a game penalty. Boy, both teams here are either taking too much time or we've got an official with a quick watch. It'll be second and 15 after the penalty. One sixteen to go until halftime. Now play action, throw down the middle of the field, and it's caught. The big tight end, Ryan, makes the catch. He's across midfield in the PH territory all the way down to the 44. Thirty-six yard pickup on the play. And that was a big one. And now the Crusaders are actually threatening here from the 44. They want to set up a little bubble screen, complete to Corn. Corn is hawked by Young and Troy and forced out of bounds. Back close to midfield. Gonna be a loss on the play. They're going to lose about six yards on the pass completion. So it'll be second and 16 back at the 50. 55 seconds to go. They still have all three of their timeouts. Four receivers, two to either side. And another flag. I think they made an illegal substitution there. And that's going to cost them five and put the ball back at their own 45. Second and 15. Crusaders at their own 45. Chez working out of the shotgun. Straight drop. Fires far sideline, and somebody cut to the middle of the field, and he threw the ball down the sideline. So no communication there between Molnar and uh, Chess, and that'll go incomplete and make it third and 15. 43 seconds to go in the half. 28-6, PH leading this one. They'd like to get a stop here because, again, they get the ball first to start the third quarter. Again, two receivers to either side, and Korn is the only back. Out of the gun, Chess has time, fires, and broken up a diving defensive play there by Jacobs, I believe, or excuse me. 
Jacob, uh, yeah, Jaden Jacobs breaks it up, and that'll make it fourth down. 38.5 seconds to go in the half. I can't believe they would go for this here. PH has a timeout. Crusaders at their own 45, but they're going to keep the offense out there. Now PH is going to call timeout. I wouldn't be surprised if they snap it to Chess and just have him punt the ball. Because if you throw up an incomplete pass here, you're, you're giving the Redhawks the ball at your own 45, and they'll have over 30 seconds to work with. Now they won't have any timeouts left, but 45 yards for guys like Gavin Troy and Amari Holler and some of these other Redhawks. They can do that in under 30 seconds. This is a really dangerous gamble. But, of course, too, if you're the Crusaders, you got to figure you're already kind of sinking here at 28-6, to so you need to make something happen, I guess. But they'll go two receivers to either side here on fourth and about 20. And, yeah, he is just going to quick kick it. And Gregor Sevich will make the catch at the 28, up across 35-40. Back to midfield. Gregor Sevich, flag on the play, and it's way back by where the punter was or the quarterback, however you want to look at it. But Gregor Sevich returned it all the way back inside the 40 if this play counts. 26.7 seconds to go in the half. And this is a big call. It's against PH. It's a personal foul, but it's not a first down. He's walking way too far. If it's a 15-yard penalty, you can't move the ball 20 yards downfield. How many penalties did they call? First off, he walked off the first penalty more than 15 yards. Then he walked off another penalty down to the 15. There's confusion here. Lots of it. They move that ball. They move that ball over 30 yards. Whose ball is it? Is it PH's ball or is it the Crusaders' ball? I don't know what they called here, and I don't know whose ball it is. I, I think it's PH's ball. So they're, they're saying it happened after the change of possession. It's PH's ball, but it's their ball way back at the 15. I don't know how they got what they got with the flags way up the field on the other side of the field. 
That was one heck of a personal foul to be about 40 yards in penalties. PH is going to take a knee here and run out the clock. That'll do it for the first half. We have uh, reached halftime here at Memorial Stadium. I'm still a little confused about what happened on the punt play, but we've reached halftime, and PH is in command. They lead it 28-6, to and we'll grab a break and be back with our halftime show in just a moment. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Home Style Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short- and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SI. PC. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
right, we are at halftime. It's 28-6 for PH. They led 21-6 at the end of the first quarter. Noah Adams caught an eight-yard touchdown pass from Amari Holler with 8.06 to go in the first quarter. It was 7-0. The lead lasted 15 seconds after a big kick return by Mason Korn to the 30. He took a handoff and ran it the other 30 yards into the end zone. The extra point was blocked, but with 7.51 to go in the first, it was 7-6. But Holler scored on a 15-yard touchdown run with 2.40 left in the first to make it 14-6. And then Gavin Troy rushed 75 yards for a touchdown with 51 seconds to go in the first quarter to make it a 21-6 score in favor of uh, PH. At the end of the first quarter, they scored the only touchdown in the second quarter. Holler on a one-yard sneak for his second TD of the game made it 28-6 with 8.44 to go in the uh, half. And uh, that was the final score in the first half. It's homecoming here for PH, so we'll have a little bit longer uh, halftime than we uh, normally do uh, tonight. But uh, PH is up 28-6, and they will get the ball first to start uh, in the uh, third quarter. And we'll run over some first quarter stats and numbers in just a moment. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. 
Do you have questions about your retirement, such as when will I be able to retire? How do I make the most of the money I have? How can I leave a lasting legacy to my loved ones? If so, you're not alone. As an Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor, Dave Betts can help you find the answers with the exclusive, confident retirement approach. Dave will work with you one-on-one to understand your goals and develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome uh, back here to uh, Memorial Stadium. Homecoming for uh, PH, and apparently the crowd loves who got named King. I'm sorry I, I did not uh, catch the name there. They're going to announce the queen next. Um, so, <laughs> let's wait and see who it is. All right, well, Claire won homecoming queen. <laughs> All right, the uh, PH won the first half rather decisively. 28-6, to six, they lead it. They outgained Lance Cruz North 249 yards to 96. Lance Cruz North had uh, 43 yards rushing and 53 yards uh, passing. Chess was 5 out of 12, 453. Hamilton Ryan, the tight end, had two catches for 38 yards. He was their leading receiver. Cook, one catch for 13. Wamsley had one catch for eight yards, and Korn had one catch but for negative six yards. He was by far and away their leading rusher. Seven carries, 57 yards, and he scored their only touchdown on a 30-yard run. Uh, but uh, Chess, three carries for minus 11, and uh, George DeCock had one carry for minus three, and that was it in the first half for the Crusaders. Different story for PH. They had uh, 63 yards through the air and 186 yards on the ground. Amari Holler, 6 out of 11 for 63 yards and a touchdown. Troy had three catches for 31 yards. Gregorowitz uh, had uh, one catch for 20. One catch for eight yards for Adams and a touchdown. And Peyton Mullins had one catch for four yards. And on the ground, 186 on the ground, Gavin Troy only rushed the ball six times, but he had 123 yards uh, and a touchdown. Amari Holler with 47 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, Jalen Young had one carry for minus three. Gregor Savage had one carry for 19 yards in that uh, first uh, half of uh, play. So most of what PH did worked out for them. Their last uh, drive of the uh, first half was uh, 
the the one that kind of uh, slowed things uh, down in the uh, the football game. But uh, otherwise, uh, it was PH going on all cylinders. They'll get the ball first when we uh, start the uh, third uh, quarter. But we're still a little ways away from that. Uh, as again, uh, the halftime is extended a little bit longer uh, this evening because of uh, homecoming. But uh, PH is on top in this one. We'll take a break, and then we'll check some scores from around the uh, area in uh, just a moment here on Get Stuck on Sports and uh, EBW-TV. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. 
Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities and affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived, is worth remembering. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. There are uh, actually quite a few interesting games going on in the uh, Blue Water area uh, tonight. We only have a handful of scores right now. Uh, But Brady and I will have all the scores and reactions to all the results uh, on the uh, podcast. We record it tonight when the games are over so that you can listen to it first thing tomorrow morning uh, before you get into uh, your college football uh, watching. So the podcast available, of course, right on GetStuckOnSports.com. So uh, Northern's on the road tonight looking to bounce back from a rough one last week when uh, PH took it to them in the Crosstown Showdown. At the half, they lead at Frazier 17-8 for the uh, Huskies in that one couple of big games in the BWAC, and uh, at halftime, Almont is ahead of Croslex 9-6. to six. That game is in Almont tonight. Brady is broadcasting it over on stream, too, if you have any interest in that one. Both teams are undefeated in BWAC play, so the winner of that game will be in the driver's seat as far as uh, the uh, league title is concerned, and the team that loses will join the uh, group that's uh, chasing with one loss. At the half, Richmond at home leading North Branch 7 to nothing in a very low-scoring defensive uh, battle. I thought that this one might be a low-scoring. I, I thought that the Croslex-Elmont game might be high-scoring, uh, and it's been low-scoring so far. I did think that this one was going to be low-scoring, and the two teams have not let me down. 7 nothing Richmond at the half leading North Branch. And the only other score that we have right now uh, is up in the uh, thumb where uh, Harbor Beach is uh, taking it out on Sandusky 34 to nothing. And, folks, Sandusky came into that game 4-1. and one. Harbor Beach is also 4-1. and one. Their one loss was to uh, Ubley, though. They've been beating a lot of good teams, and uh, they're beating another good team tonight rather impressively. 34 to nothing for the Pirates in that one. Here, Port Huron High has been in control. They got off to a great start. Lance Cruz North uh, answered the first knockdown punch by the Red Hawks, but then after that, three unanswered scores, and at the half, it's Port Huron High 28 and Lance Cruz North 6. Port here and High will have the ball first when we come back. Um, again, a little bit of an extended halftime here because of uh, home uh, coming. But uh, when we come back, the team should be back out and uh, stretching and getting ready for the third quarter here on uh, Get Stuck on Sports and Thumb Coast TV. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full-service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low-slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal, and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boast a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family friendly with menu options for everyone and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here to Memorial Stadium, and the teams are back out doing their uh, stretches. We'll get the third quarter started here in uh, just a, a moment, but we're going to grab a another uh, quick break here on Get Stuck on Sports and uh, Thumb Coast TV. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
DB Smokehouse has the best barbecue in the blue. Brisket, pork, and sausage, you're guaranteed to not be disappointed. Located in the parking lot of Pete's Camping Service on Lapeer, it's DB Smokehouse. Open Thursday through Saturday from 11 until the barbecue's gone. And DB's does catering. Whether you're feeding 10 or 200, call DB Smokehouse. Get what you need at 810-689-0448. And like them on Facebook to see if they're open on Sunday. It's DB Smokehouse. Your intuition is telling you to prepare for the future, no matter what happens. Your heart is telling you to help others in your community. With Women's Life Insurance Society, you can do both. Protect your family's financial security with life insurance and annuities from an organization that also supports scholarships, soup kitchens, and so much more. You can trust Women's Life to be there for your loved ones, even if you can't, and to support local communities. Trust your intuition. Trust Women's Life. Get started today at womanslife.org. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier-to-maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here to Memorial Stadium. Dennis Stuckey with you. And we're getting set for the start of the uh, third uh, quarter here tonight. PH seems to have everything under control. They lead it 28-6. to six. And uh, offensively, they uh, had a big first half, especially on the ground. They uh, ran the ball for 186 yards in the first half of their 249 total yards of offense. See if the Crusaders are thinking about an onside kick or something creative or mischievous like that to get this third quarter started. Cook will kick it off. Back deep. Troy and Gregor Savich. They have not been kicking the ball deep. It is a short kick, not a traditional onsides kick, and it will be covered in the center of the field near the 32-yard line by Wesh. So they just kind of punched it up the middle. They did have some guys sprinting towards the ball, but just a little too far for them to run, and uh, Wesh did the smart thing. He covered it up, and it'll be first down for the Red Hawks at their own 32. Amari Holler has Gavin Troy in the backfield and a couple of receivers set up over on the right side. Gilbert will go in motion to the right and then line up as an extra back in the backfield. Gavin gets the carry, squirms through some tackles and then backs his way to the 40 and to the 41-yard line for a pickup of about nine. 
Seven carries, 132 yards for Gavin tonight and a touchdown. Now they're going to take a yard away from him and put it down at the 40, second and two. Double tight end to the left. Amari with the hard count trying to get him to jump. They wouldn't. Two receivers to the right. Troy is the only back. Now they'll actually call the play at the line. Snap it to Amari. He'll give it to Gavin. Big hole. 45-50. And, ooh, a good tackle there. Just getting enough was Aiden Shichaki to stop Troy from maybe busting loose. He's to the 49, though, and picks up 11. Eleven yards to the 49 of the Crusaders. And now Peyton Mullins will check back into the game. He had one catch in the first half. He's going to line up with Gregor Sevich off to the left. Adams to the right. Adams had a touchdown catch in the first half. Holler takes the snap. He's going to keep himself running to the left room. 40, 35, bounces outside, 30, 20. 15, 10, 5, forget about it. He's into the end zone. 49 yards and another Port Huron touchdown. 96 yards on the ground for Amari tonight. That's his third touchdown of the game, and that will make it 34-6 PH, pending the extra point with 10.26 to go here in the third. Eleven carries for Amari Holler and 96 yards on the ground for him. Extra point by Hansel is up and good. I don't want to jinx Griffin Hansel, but he's been pretty much automatic for PH, at least in the games that I've seen. 35 to 6 is the score. They missed one kick last week, but Northern gets a block every week. And they blocked a punt and they blocked a kick last week. That was about their only highlights, though, in that crosstown showdown. So Amari Holler goes 49 yards on that latest Red Hawk score, and they're up 35 to 6 here. And uh, they pick up where they left off here in the uh, third quarter of what they were pretty much doing in the first uh, half. It wasn't so much. They, they punted twice, but it wasn't so much that uh, Lance Cruz North stopped them as it was the, the Big Reds took penalties on those drives and struggled that way. And I did it again, didn't I? They're the Red Hawks. Hey, I've been doing it 34 years, and this is the first year that they've got a different name. You've got to give me some time to adjust. So Hansel will kick it off, and the Crusaders need something. Korn stands at about his own 15, but after what he did on some of the uh, kickoffs in the first half, they're kicking away from him. There is a flag here.
Yeh might have been offside on the kick. We'll wait and see. Yeah, PH was offside on the kick. So they'll have to kick off from their own 35 now. Five yard penalty, retry kick. So we will try it again. 10.26 to go in the third quarter, 35-6, to 6, PH on top. Now in an attempt to be sneaky, Korn has switched sides of the uh, field. <laughs> With uh, DeCock to see if they kick it his way, and they do. It worked. Corn runs up, makes the catch at about the 33. Cuts across at the 35, being chased from behind by Gregor Sevich, running a long way to get up across the 40 on the far side and out of bounds. And, uh, well, he was sneaky about it, but in the end he didn't really get a, a big return like he did in the first half. He's out to the 40-41 yard line. He got an eight-yard return there. Late third quarter, and Michael Gorman just went 96 yards for North Branch. So that was a 7-0 game the last we heard. So it is at least 7-6 right now, Richmond and North Branch. Here it's 35 to six for PH. Corn will get the carry here on first down and he'll get a short gain. He had 56 yards rushing in the first quarter. At halftime he had 57 and with a one yard gain there he's now at 58 on eight carries. Second down and nine Crusaders from their own 42. So once PH figured out that Mason Korn was the guy, they've tried to take him away. Three receivers, including two to the left, out of the gun. They're giving Korn another run right into the pile. He'll steam ahead to the 44 and grab two yards this time. But it's still going to leave him with third and about seven. There is a flag now. We have had uh, a lot of flags in this game. Personal foul against PH. Personal foul against the Red Hawks. So this is something they didn't do last week against Northern, and they've had a few of these this week. I'm still trying to figure out the one uh, at halftime. They got penalized. It feels like 45 yards. Northern has scored again. And they lead it 23 to 8 after three at Frazier tonight. So 23-8 Huskies after three against the Ramblers in Frazier. Handoff corn. 
Little bit of a burst inside the 40 to the 38. We've got about four yards there. They've been uh, very uh, consistent. About trying to uh, get corn going again here on this drive. Cook goes wide to the right, two receivers to the left. They haven't put one up here after throwing 12 times in the first half. Chesel handed off again to Korn on the delay. Up the middle and a nice run here. Dragon tacklers close to the 30 and close to a first down. He'll get to the 29. And that's enough for a first down. So from the 29 now, Lance Cruz North trying to answer back with a drive, and it's Corn again. He's been the man on every play so far, and he'll get to the 25 and pick up five. Corn the ball carrier brought down by seven, Gilbert and 22, Troy. PH has two runners over 100 yards in the game, and Corn uh, is right around the 80-yard plateau right now. Seven thirty-five to go here in the third. Walmsley and Molnar split wide to the left. Cook is out wide right. Corn is still the back. Chez out of the shotgun. Now he wants to throw over the middle. Wide open. Molnar will make the catch, and he'll score. Made the grab at about the 15 and takes it in from there. It's a 25-yard touchdown pass. And Molnar... Finally gets his first catch of the game. They've gone his way a couple of times. And that will cut it to 35 to 12. And it looks like they'll just kick for one here. I thought maybe they'd try for two. But Cook will attempt the extra point. His first one was blocked. This one is up and good. So it's 35 to 13 with 7.13 to go here in the third quarter. Gino Molnar with the touchdown uh, catch. And that's the first time that the Crusaders have gotten into the end zone since about midway through the first quarter. And we're midway through the third now. And I would expect to see maybe some kind of an onside kick attempt here again. The last time they kind of pooched it up the center of the field.
So here's the kick, another short kick, and this time PH will recover at about their own 42. Amir Moreland has an 80-yard uh, kick return for uh, the Huskies. That was uh, their latest score. Again, they lead Frazier in the fourth quarter now, 23 to uh, eight is the score there. Here it's 35-13 PH, and if they can maintain the lead, they'll guarantee themselves at least a share of the Mac Blue Championship, and it would be the fourth year in a row that they have uh, won the league. Now a little razzle-dazzle. They give it to Rowe, and he tries to pass it back to Holler at the 40, and the throw was short and falls incomplete. So something different there from PH, a little razzle-dazzle. They pitched it to Rowe, and then he tried to pass it back to uh, Holler on this near sideline and see if they could get Amari busted loose. Now they'll go with three receivers off to the right. Troy, the running back, is to the right of his quarterback, Amari Holler. Out of the gun. Gavin running to the left and trying to bounce it outside. Turns it up field and scurries out of bounds at about the... 45-yard line, so he's going to get about three yards there. Nine carries, 145 yards for Gavin tonight. He has a 75-yard touchdown run in the game. Plus, he's caught two passes for 31 yards, so he's having a Gavin Troy kind of night. He also plays defense, and he's been in on a few tackles and a sack, so... Two receivers to either side here for Amari Holler on third down and seven from his own 45. Straight drop, pressure coming. Amari now looking around back there, still looking, fires. Complete to Noah Adams for a first down in Crusaders territory at about the 48-yard line. They needed seven, and they got seven there. And that should move the chains, yep. And actually, it was a bad mark because he was up closer to the 45. (laughs) And then he got kind of pushed backwards on the tackle, and instead of giving him his progress, they put it where he went down. But it was still enough for the first down. Twins to either side as Amari works out of the shotgun. He's passed for 70 yards tonight. Troy the only back, and again, Amari tries to get him to jump, and then he hands it off. Gavin Troy straight ahead, strips away from a tackle to the 40. 35, pushes a blocker out of the way and dives forward all the way to the 20-yard line. A 28-yard gain by Gavin Troy. (laughs) 
And, and I'm actually surprised they stopped him because once he pushed one potential tackler out of the way, I thought, okay, he's going in here. But they did trip him up at the 20. Gavin will get a well-deserved rest here. He has 10 carries for 173 yards and over 200 yards from scrimmage tonight. So Jalen Young is the back now. Three receivers, two off to the left. Gregor Sevich is to the right. Amari wants to run straight up the middle, 15, 20, or 15, 10, 5, and into the end zone. How about touchdown number four for Amari Holler? And it's 41-13 for Port here in high with 5.43 to go on the third. This one goes for 20. Just on touchdown runs here in the third quarter, he's got 69 yards. He's up well over 100 for the game now. Extra point by Hansel is good. How about 42-13 pH? So all Red Hawks all the time, and they answer the Crusader touchdown quickly. Scored on a 15-yard run, a 1-yard run, a 49-yard run, and a 20-yard run tonight. Troy has a 75-yard touchdown uh, run. The only touchdown by PH that wasn't a running touchdown was Noah Adams' 8-yard catch for the first score of the game. So Griffin Hansel will kick it off. And again, Corn is uh, back deep with uh, George DeCock. Corn has slipped over to this near side because that's the side that PH has been uh, kicking. They know about that now, so they kick it to DeCock on a big bounce at the 15. To the 20, and then he slips and falls, making a cut. And will slide forward shy of the 25-yard line. He looked like he was getting ready to try to put the uh, Jets on. But uh, he slips on the uh, grass and goes down. They'll say the 24-yard line will be the... Line of scrimmage. Jess is six out of 13 for 78 yards tonight. 
as he goes to work on this drive. They go in a pistol look here. Play action. Just firing deep and overthrowing the intended receiver, Cook, on the far side. Two PH defenders over that way. And it's going to bring up second down and 10. to go in the uh, third. PH is up 31. They haven't been able to get over that 35 hump. And so the game has been going a little slower because uh, Chess does have a few incompletions. Working out of the shotgun here. Straight drop again. Fires over the middle. This one will be caught by Ryan. His third catch of the game. He's out to the 30 for about a six-yard pickup. Three catches, 44 yards for Hamilton Ryan. It's going to bring up third and four. Not sure why they stopped the clock there. That was a completion in the center of the field. But the clock's not running here with 5.28 to go in the third quarter. And now we've got a flag and... Somebody lined up offsides for PH, and they're going to call the penalty, and that'll be enough for a first down. I don't understand why the clock was stopped, though. They caught the ball in the middle. It was a completion in the middle of the field for a six-yard gain, and they stopped the clock with 5.28 to go, and it hasn't been moving. Now the official says wind it and get it going. The walk-off does give him a first down out to the 35. Two receivers to either side for Chess. But they're going to run this time with Corn. He's going to try to bounce it outside and get the edge to the 40. Corn to the 45. Has enough for the first down as he's out at the 47. That'll be about a 12-yard pickup for him. In the end, Corn is going to have very good numbers, but... In the first quarter, he was a factor and got them a touchdown. The rest of the game, he really hasn't been a big-time factor, and now he's starting to pick up some yards as PH has got some different people into the ballgame. Three receivers this time with two to the right and one to the left. There's Wamsley to the near side, but they're looking far side deep. Down the sidelines with the bomb and a great catch on the run by Cook. And he'll walk it into the end zone for a Crusaders score. That'll go for a 65-yard score. And... uh, Cook with his second catch of the game. And that will make it 42 to 19. 
High scoring third quarter here. Extra point attempt by Cook and he bangs it through. So he catches the touchdown and he makes the extra point. So it's 42 to 20 with 4.58 to go here in the third quarter. And the team's just going back and forth, trading touchdowns now. And in 5.28, we have had four touchdowns scored. The last two touchdowns have been scored in 45 seconds. Earlier in the game, we had two touchdowns in 15 seconds. Again, I'm going to expect another short kick here from the Crusaders. They're down 22, and they need possessions. There's actually a lot of time left, about 17 minutes to go in this football game. Northern has gone up 30-8 to late in that ball game. This kick isn't going to go 10 yards, and Mullins is going to pounce at it at the 46. So, P.H. will get the ball at the 46 with 4.57 to go here in the third, and they're already in Crusaders territory. They'll go two receivers off to the right and a receiver to the left with Troy in the backfield with Holler working out of the shotgun. And a whistle before they could snap the ball. What's this for? There's no way that can be a delay of game, can it? Nope, it's something against the Crusaders, it looks like. Maybe another illegal substitution. Legal substitution. Too many, uh, too many men on the field for the Crusaders. So they had too many guys out there, and it's still first down. It'll be first and five. From the 41. Mullins wide left. Two receivers to the near side on the right. Hand off Gavin Troy straight ahead. He's inside the 40 to about the 37. Got about four yards there. So it'll be second down and one here for PH because they started with first and five. So that's why that short run got them a yard within a first down. From the 37, Holler wants to keep. He gets outside to the 30. Can Amari do it again? 20, 15, 10, 5. Forget about it. Five touchdowns rushing for Amari Holler tonight as he takes it 37 yards into the end zone for a score. 
Do we have a flag here? Yes, we do. Yeah, PH got called for an illegal formation, so that one won't count. Ah, too bad. So instead of a 37-yard touchdown run, it'll be a penalty that'll make it second down and six back at the 42. Four oh seven to go in the third. Second and six at the forty-two. Forty-two to twenty is your score. PH on top. And then with three receivers, holler out of the gun. Looking to throw this time. And it's caught by Gregor Savage, and he's loose. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Another score for PH. 42 yards to Gregor Savage. That time the defender went for the interception, and when he missed on the bubble screen, there was nobody to tackle Gregor Savage, and he took it down the near sideline for the score. Second TD pass of the game for Amari. He's been involved in six touchdowns tonight. So Derek Grigorsevich gets on the score sheet. We continue to just rack up touchdowns here in the third quarter. They're scoring them like this is an eight-man football game. Cancel with another extra point. And that makes it 49 to 20 for PH. And that touchdown comes 59 seconds after the Crusaders' last touchdown. And in a minute and 44 seconds, we've had three touchdowns scored. My brain is going to get broken doing all this math. That's our fifth touchdown here in the third quarter. Amari's 8 out of 13 for 112 yards and two touchdowns passing. Plus he has 12 carries for 116 yards and four rushing touchdowns. And he might get more because if the Crusaders score again, I mean, it's still the third quarter. They're up by four scores right now. Late in the game, North Branch has a 14-7 lead at Richmond, and they just got an interception, so it looks like they're going to win that game. Oh, the kickoff gets through DeCock's legs back to the five. He's going to go back and pick it up and then run up the middle of the field, and he's only got Hansel to beat. 
And for the second time tonight, Griffin makes an open field tackle to stop a touchdown on a kickoff return. But DeCock is out to the 50. Wow. He did it in the first half, and he did it right there. DeCock didn't really make much of a move there. He had the whole field to work with, and he just kept going right up the center right at Griffin. So the wildness here of this third quarter continues with 3.47 to go. And now from midfield, the Crusaders go to work. Chess out of the shotgun. Puts a man cook in motion. Hands off to Korn. And he'll get a yard to the 49. He's on the PH side of the field, though. 14 carries, 92 yards for Mason Korn. Second down and nine coming up here. So second and nine from the Red Hawk 49. And this time you've got two receivers to the right, one to the left. Corn in the back. Again, they'll motion Cook to go to the right. And Chess is looking to run this time. He hasn't done this much, and he breaks loose to the 40, 35, and knocked down around the 31-yard line. And now we've got a scrap going on back behind the play back at the midfield stripe. Young was all over Corn, and uh, Young might get thrown out of the game here. In the meantime, it's an 18-yard run by Thomas Chess, by far and away his longest run of the game. And the officials will have to convene here. At the end of that play, Korn didn't have a helmet anymore, and Young was standing over him and not in a good mood. And I'm not sure that Jalen Young is going to stay in the ball game and unless they're calling offsetting penalties here they're going to tack on a few more yards to the end of this run that's at least what I think is going to happen So the officials are still discussing it near midfield. The Crusaders huddle is back behind their own 50 and the ball's way up at the 31 yard line of PH. Northern wins tonight 30 to eight at Frazier. So that does not surprise me. Figured the Huskies would bounce back with a good performance and they did. So we had holding against the Crusaders, and then we had unsportsmanlike against both teams. So that one doesn't count. 
The holding call will be accepted, and that will negate the big run. And in the end, PH really came out smelling like roses there. And at the end of all that, Corn didn't have a helmet, and it looked like Young took a swing. And now the uh, the Lance Cruz north sideline is not happy with the way this ended up because they're going to be looking at and again, where, why is the ball all the way back at the 26? Holding is a 10-yard penalty. The flags are around the 45-yard line, and this like, he walked off a 20-yard penalty. It's the same situation at the end of the first half where they walked off 45 yards in penalties from where the flags were on that punt play, and I couldn't figure it out, and I can't figure out why the ball's back at the 26 here. But because it is, they've got to go 34 yards for a first down, and what down is it? I think it's going to be second down. The chain gang is waiting. They've got second and nine. But if... They're putting the ball down back at the uh, Lance Cruz North 26. It's going to be second and uh, 34, and that's going to be a 25-yard penalty. And again, there were two unsportsmanlike fouls that washed each other out and a holding call. How can you lose... And, and I'm rooting for PH here, but how can the Crusaders lose 26 yards in penalties here? And I don't blame their sideline for being upset here. Still 2.49 to go in the third quarter in a game that's never going to end. I feel like PH is in control at 49-20, to 20, but we've had a wild third quarter with a lot of scoring. And they're going to come all the way back out to a different area code to pick up the flag and then walk back to the area code where they put the ball. Again, how, how could they lose so many yards on a holding call? I don't get it, but it's second down and about 34. I'm going to get to the PH 40 for a first down. Straight drop for Chess. All kinds of time. He's throwing a bomb deep. He's got Corn, and he just dropped the ball. Corn was behind everybody, and he dropped the ball at about the 30-yard line. He had the first down if he makes the catch, and he might have had a touchdown if he makes the catch. So it'll be third down. The scoreboard says third down and 25, but the the line to get is the 40, not the 50. The 50 is the original line of scrimmage. Lance Cruz North is going to take a timeout here. North Branch 
ended up getting another touchdown, and they beat Richmond 21-7 tonight. So that's a big win for North Branch in the BWAC. Richmond will slip to four and two overall. Richmond's having a good season, but that was one at home that they thought they could get, and uh, the Broncos are sneaky good. So it's going to be third down and 34 from the 26. This is now put it up 17 times tonight. He is 8 out of 17 for 149 yards. And he's thrown a couple of touchdown passes here in the game. He certainly has an arm. He threw that last one a long way, and it should have been caught. Straight drop. Pressure coming now up the middle. So he'll have to roll out to the right. Now he wants to run. And again, behind the play, a Crusader has lost his helmet. And meantime, Chez runs all the way up to the 38, gains 12, and is still a mile short of the first down. It'll be fourth down and about 22 for the first down. And they will bring the punt team on. Cook will stand at about his own 25 to kick this one away. 155 still to go in the third quarter. Good snap, kick from Cook. Will be caught on a knee by Adams. And now we've got flags. Adams went to a knee, made the catch at the 31, and then he got bumped. And then the flag started flying. We got everybody separated. And I'm not even going to guess who they're going to call the penalty on or how many yards they're going to mark off. Personal foul against the Crusaders. So, by my math, this should go to the 46. But the officials have been walking these penalties off about 20, 25 yards tonight. Nope, he's going to put it down at the 46. So, the calculator didn't glitch that time. First down, Red Hawks at their own 46-yard line. Three receivers to the right and one to the left for Amari Holler. Bubble screen to Carswell. Carswell trying to cut up the field, had a little room, but ends up only getting about a yard on the play before he stopped. Jaden Carswell gets his first uh, touch of the game, and it's a one-yard pass reception. And it'll bring up second down. Oh, they gave him a little forward progress out to the 48, so good. Jaden, two yards on the play. 
So second down and eight from the 48. Looks like Almont beat Croslex tonight. Big win for the Raiders. They stay undefeated. Pioneers suffer their first loss. Here's Gavin Troy. Ooh, he slips and falls and goes down at the 45. Market at the 44. Six yard pickup. Third down and about two here for the Red Hawks. And they might not run another play this quarter. We're down to 30 seconds to go. We'll see. Holler coming out to the huddle with the play. PH is going to line up, so they've got about 20 seconds here. On third and two from the Crusader 46 with three receivers and flags on the play here. Procedure against PH. And now just one second to go in the quarter. It'll move the ball back to the 49 and make it third and seven. And they'll wind the clock and the quarter will end. They won't snap it now. So we've reached the end of the third quarter. And that was a wild third quarter with a lot of scoring. Uh, In the end, it's PH 49, Lance Cruz 20 as we head to the fourth next here on Get Stuck on Sports and Thumb Coast TV. Can't make it in during normal business hours? Just don't feel like leaving home? Kimball Appliance is now offering in-home sales consultations. I, Jane Williams, will personally come to your house and measure your appliances, show you pricing, give you design options, and check inventory. This is another world-class service that Kimball Appliance is offering that the big box stores could never even think about. Contact Jane at 810-908-8983. Dara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dara Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Well, it uh, was a high-scoring third quarter, 35 points, 21 by PH and 14 by uh, the Crusaders in the third. There are also a lot of penalty flags. like to see PH score on this drive because it would get the clock running. It's been a long one. They're going to throw underneath and run the hook and lateral and get the ball into Gavin Troy's hands, and there he goes down the sidelines, and he's into the end zone for a PH touchdown. He went about 45 yards after taking the pitch back. And after a six-yard reception by Noah Adams, and then on the hook and lateral, he gave it to Gavin Troy, and Gavin 
takes it in for the score. And an extra point here by Hansel as PH has gotten to 55 and they're up by 35 now. So whether they make the extra point here or not, it doesn't matter. They didn't have enough guys out on the field. So they had to take a timeout. 10 seconds into this fourth quarter. Gavin Troy's second touchdown of the game. Amari Holler has four rushing touchdowns and two throwing touchdowns tonight. So the wildness continues. It's 55 to 20 for the Red Hawks with 11.50 to go here in the fourth. Griffin Hansel to attempt the extra point. Good snap, good hold. Another good kick. Hansel hasn't missed tonight. 56 to 20 pH. They get up now by 36 and get the game into running time. Unless the Crusaders score again, and then that would put us back into regular time. So 56 to uh, 20 is our score here. 30 to 20, Elmont beat Croslex. That's a final. So Elmont is the team that remains unbeaten in the BWAC. And Croslex suffers their first loss to drop to 5 and 1. So how about that? Elmont at home holds serve. North Branch goes on the road and gets a big win at Richmond. I was wrong about who would win both of those games. Although Brady talked me out of picking North Branch. So I'll blame him for that. All right, here's Corn from the 15, 20, 30. Corn to the 40. Look out. Can Griffin Hansel make another saving touchdown? Not this time. Corn to the 10, to the 5, and he's into the end zone. Unbelievable. 85 yards for the score. There is a flag on the play way back at the 39. And the way this game has gone, that'll probably mean that they'll get the ball at like the the two-yard line of PH and the penalty will be against them. 
holding against the Crusaders. So an 85-yard TD run is coming back. But either way, Corn has been fun to watch tonight. He's one guy on Lance Cruz North that uh, is worth the ticket. So they're going to walk it off from the 39. Let's see if he walks off 10 yards or 36. He's going to walk it off and set it down at the 29. Well, the good news is taking away that score means we can keep the game in running time here for a little bit. There's 11.36 to go. And what has been a lengthy football game, and the thing is, is it's just been the chippiness that I just think it's in everybody's uh, best interest if we move the clock and get this thing over with. The outcome has been decided for a while. Out of the shotgun with three receivers. Cook goes in motion. They fake to him. Chess is going to keep it himself. And uh, he's feeling a little frisky here as he'll pick up close to 10 yards on the play. He stopped after about a nine-yard gain. Five carries, 10 yards for Thomas Chess tonight. He got sacked three times in the first half. Here in the second half, he has actually picked up a lot of positive yardage, but he had so much to make up to get out of the negatives that he's only at 10 yards. He can throw the ball a long ways. He's thrown for 149 tonight, a couple of touchdowns, eight out of 17 passing. And they're probably not done throwing the ball. They're going to hand off here. And uh, a very short gain, but enough for a first down for Corn. They only needed two, and he got to the 40 for a three-yard pickup. They remind the clock operator that it's running time because he wanted to stop it there after the first down. It's a 36-point difference here in the fourth quarter with under 10 minutes to go. So first down from their own 40 for the Crusaders. Three receivers. They send a man in motion. They hand it off to Korn, and he's going to squirm his way to the 44 for about four yards there. I've got him at 99 unofficially. Foy is into the ball game again. PH has got a lot of fresh faces into the lineup now. So third down and seven. Or check that. Second down and six. I don't know where I got third and seven from. Two receivers to the right and one out to the left. Corn is the back. 
He's going to get another carry, and he's going to get smothered in the backfield for a loss. They're going to stop him for a two-yard loss there. That's going to make it third and eight back at the 42-yard line. Eight and a half to go. Each team has two timeouts remaining. 56 to 20. Red Hawks in the lead. Again with a three-receiver look. Wamsley is out wide to the left. Bad snap there, and the quarterback is in trouble and being chased by red jerseys. And Chess trying to get out of there. Throws it opposite-handed and incomplete on the far sideline. It's actually a smart play there. He avoided the sack. And he did everything legally there, but there is now a flag on that far sideline. I thought he did everything legally. Well, this could be holding also against Lance Cruz North. Oh, an ineligible man downfield, it looks like he said. So that's a penalty and the loss of down, I believe. And if it is, it should be fourth down. And that's what Coach Perkins is asking. He's saying, do they lose the down or don't they lose the down? And I guess the officials told him they don't lose the down, so he's going to take the incomplete pass and make it fourth down. So now it's fourth and eight. So they decline the ineligible man downfield penalty to make it fourth down. And they'll line up to punt. It'll be fourth and eight. Adams is back deep this time for PH to return the kick from Cook, who stands at his 30. High snap. Oh, he did a good job to bring that in. Got the kick out of there. Adams is looking at it. He's going to let it roll out of bounds, but that was a good kick. Rolls out at the PH 25. So 7.35 to go here in the uh, fourth quarter. And PH up by 36. They get the ball back at their own 25. And uh, I'm imagining we're going to see some changes. It looks like uh, Jackson Rowe will come in and play quarterback now. And what a night Amari Holler had. Rowe is actually 0 of 1 in the game. They ran that trick play earlier in the game, and he threw an incompletion trying to throw the ball back to Amari. But Amari finished with 120 passing and 116 rushing, and he was involved in six touchdowns tonight. Rowe will work out of the shotgun, and PH is still getting guys on and off the field. They've got a lot of new faces in there. The running back is 23. Price, McConnelly Price is the running back. PH was confused there, and they've got to take a timeout. Oh, no, they did give it to Price, and he picked up a yard. So first carry for Price is a one-yard gain, second down and nine. Red Hawks from their own 26. Rowe taking uh, a lot of time here. A 
Robert Martin is split out as a wide receiver. High snap. Rose going to run it himself. Has some room up the middle, and he picks up a first down across the 35 out to the 38. A 12-yard run for Jackson Rowe. Now we've got a timeout for an injury. A Crusader is down. That injury is one of the things that will stop the clock with 5.51 to go. It's 56 to 20 in favor of PH. And they've got a first down out at their own 38-yard line after the row pickup. Just Holler and Troy I have for 344 yards on the ground tonight. Just those two. And then when we throw in the rest of the uh, numbers here, they are gaudy. 373 on the ground. 493 total. So PH needs seven more yards to have 500 yards on offense tonight by my uh, jittery math. It's a big game. <laughs> I don't care what you say. A couple of receivers split way out wide to the left here. Rowe working out of the uh, gun with Foy in the backfield. And Foy will get the carry. And not much there. He gets a couple of yards. Javon Foy with a two-yard pickup. And it'll be second and eight. Red Hawks at about their own 39-yard line. And they're taking their time. Rice back in at running back now. He's to the left of row, and he'll get the handoff running to the right. And Price will be tackled forward to about the 43 and got about four yards there. That'll bring up third and long. Third and about six here for the Red Hawks. From their own 43-yard line. Four and a half minutes to go. Martin split out wide to the left. They've got a couple of receivers to the right. And Foy is back in at running back. So Foy and Price seem to be rotating here every other down. And they'll hand it off. And Foy will battle forward to the 47. About a yard short of the first down, and we've got a flag, and holding against PH is going to negate this run. Although if they decline it, it'll be fourth down. And even though it would be fourth and one near midfield, I doubt Perkins would go for it. But they're going to accept the penalty, take the ball back to the 33, and make it third down and about 15. 
Going to get to the 48 for the first down. We're under four minutes to go in the football game. PH is up by 36, 56 to 20. This time, Martin parted two receivers off to the left. They've got a single receiver to the right, but they're keeping it on the ground with Foy running up the middle. Foy trying to bounce off a tackle to the 40, still trying to wrestle forward. And Foy got about a seven-yard pickup there, and it'll bring up fourth and eight. So fourth and eight. And they'll bring the punt team out. At the time Gavin Troy kicks this away, will be under three minutes to go. Corn is going back to see if he can get another big return here, maybe one that counts. He had an 85-yard kickoff return taken away earlier this quarter on a holding call. Good snap. Troy gets the kick away. It's going to be a shorter kick, but it's going to take a nice roll, and Corn's going to let this one go, and it'll be downed inside the uh, 30 at about the 27. So inside two and a half minutes to go, and this should be the last possession of the ball game. The Crusaders will start first and 10 at their own 27. And homecoming is going to be a ex- uh, success tonight for PH. Most of this season has been a success for PH. This win will guarantee they can do no worse than a share of the Mac Blue Championship. It'll be their fourth straight title. And next week they can win it outright for the third time in four years with a win over Sterling Heights, who they will be a heavy favorite against. Out of the shotgun. Thomas Chess, he'll hand it off, and this is a carry for somebody new, and it's a nice carry. Blake Raymond gets the carry, and he's got a first down. Picks up 10. Actually picks up 11 to the 38. So first down from the 38 now. And now a flag on the play here as Williams will get a carry and he'll get a couple. Not sure if that was a flag or if the official accidentally dropped it. I think he's saying he dropped it, so no penalty there. Williams gets a couple. He was in the game earlier, way back in the first quarter, Williams, but as a blocker, and he didn't get a carry. That was his first rush of the night. Second down and eight. And uh, we're under 30 seconds to go now. Keeping it on the ground. Up the middle. We'll get a run this time for Aiden Shikaki. And this is actually third down. The uh, guy with the sticks. Doesn't have that right, but that doesn't matter. 
There's a five-yard pickup for Shukaki, which really doesn't matter either. They're not going to run another play, and this one is over. Your final score is Port Huron High 56, Lance Cruz North 20, and the Red Hawks are 4-0 in the blue and 5-1 overall, and they've got another Mac Blue League Championship on the ledger, and we'll be back to tell you all about it in just a moment. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. 